Hey, Drunk Mythology friends. I'm Kate. And I'm Other Jen. And I'm Kim. And we're the Drunken Skulls. Gals. Uh, last time we're going to get to say that. Uh, at least for this year. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We might figure something out for next year. What Bleak else house. has he written? <laughs> okay. What else has he written? Charles Dickens? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we talked about this. Like, he's written a lot of stuff that we could explore, right? He yeah. wrote uh, Oliver Twist. Right. Yeah. He also he wrote, wrote another Christmas story, too. Just Did he? Yeah. Oh. Any of them Clearly, have ghosts? Because I'm the loving the ghosts go as well. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, you never know what we're going to end up doing next year. But today, It'll be public domain, <laughs> right? That's right. That's today, about the only guarantee. <laughs> it is the final stave, stave five um, of a Christmas yay. Carol, and I kind of feel like the story is like an old fashioned version of survivor. Like if you can withstand three ghosts trying to vote you off the island. I didn't do a voice for the ghost of Christmas yet to come. And I feel a little ripped off. I know. I know. Um, Also today, uh, the day we're recording, this is winter solstice. So happy solstice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Happy uh, fourth day of Hanukkah. There you go. That's right. I forgot. It's some amazing uh... oil. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever's left over, we're going to use to fry the duck. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) That's okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I'd love to hear more about Hanukkah at some point in the future. So, yeah. Anyway. Since we can't stave it off any longer. Uh, It's the last time I get to say that. Yeah. That's a shame. (laughs) On to stave five. The final stave. The stavening. You know what it's time for. Another round. Recap. The last recap. Ah, the last one. (laughs) So the ghost of Christmas feature is the strong silent type, which frankly, I would take any day over the passive aggressive gaslighting of the other two ghosts. Also, the whole lesson of this third ghost is don't be a dickbag because after you're dead, people will literally rob the shirt off your back. Though if you're dead, you're not really going to notice. I'm just Mm. saying. So the ghost shows Scrooge around a bunch of people not giving shit about some dead guy. And while at first we're all wondering why Scrooge doesn't just figure it out that they're talking about him, I don't really blame him because who wants to assume that they're dead and see their own goddamn corpse? Did I mention that part? Because the ghost of Christmas future seems really intent on trying to make him look at some dead body under the sheet. Speaking of dead bodies, Tiny Tim is also dead in this future and is literally cooling his heels too soon. Kate! Upstairs until Sunday when the family can bury him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Scrooge isn't traumatized enough by all of this. The ghost finally forces him to look at his own grave. And I'm sorry, this is the brainwashing cherry on top of the cult indoctrination Sunday. And also, if you've ever wondered about the effects of sleep deprivation, here you go. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so the last scene, Ghost of Christmas Future fades into a bedpost. That's where we left off. Yep, super creepy. Like we said, points to Dickens on the creepy factor. He does that pretty well. So, yeah, here we go. Yes, and the bedpost was his own. The bed was his own. The room was his own. Best and happiest of all, the time before him was his own to make 
amends in. I will live in the past, the present, and the future. The spirits of all three shall strive within me. Oh, Jacob Molly, heaven and the Christmas time be praised for this. I say it on my knees, old Jacob, on my knees. Wow. He was so right. fluttered and so glowing with his good intentions that his broken voice would scarcely answer to his call. He had been sobbing violently in his conflict with the spirit, and his face was wet with tears. They are not torn down, cried Scrooge, folding one of his bed curtains in his arms. <laughs> they are not torn down, rings and all. They're here. I'm here. The shadows of the things that would have been may be dispelled. They will be. I know they will be. His hands were busy with his garments all this time, turning them inside out, putting them on upside down, tearing them, mislaying them, making them parties to every kind of extravagance. I don't know what to do. I'm light as a feather. I'm happy <laughs> as an angel. I'm merry as a schoolboy. I am as giddy as a drunken man. A Merry Christmas to everybody and a Happy New Year to all the world. Hello there. Whoop. Hello. <laughs> Whoop. Hello. Oh my goodness. He had frisked Whoop. in the <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. He had frisked into the sitting room and was now standing there perfectly winded. There's the saucepan that the gruel was in. There's the door by which the ghost of Jacob Marley entered. Drink. 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 <laughs> There's the corner where the ghost of Christmas present sat. There's the window where I saw the wandering spirits. It's all, it's all true. It all happened. <laughs> really, for a man who had been out of practice for so many years, it was a splendid laugh. A most illustrious laugh. The father of a long, long line of brilliant laughs. I don't know what day of the month it is. I don't know how long I've been among the spirits. I don't know anything. I'm quite a baby. Never mind. I don't care. I'd rather be a baby. Oh, whoop. Hello there. <laughs> Pandemic was hard on all of us, Ebenezer. <laughs> right? <laughs> Again, hashtag sleep deprivation, hashtag cult indoctrination. There we go. He was checked in his transports by the churches, ringing out the lustiest peals he had ever heard. Clash, clang, hammer, ding, dong, bell, bell, ding, dong, hammer, clang, clash. Oh, glorious, glorious. Running to the window, he opened it and put out his head. No fog, no mist, clear, bright, jovial, stirring cold, cold piping for the blood to dance to, golden sunlight, heavenly sky, sweet, fresh air, merry bells. Oh, glorious, glorious. Like the one nice day of weather London gets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's today? Cried Scrooge, calling downward to a boy in Sunday clothes who perhaps had loitered in to look about him. Eh? What's today, my fine young fellow? Today? Why, Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day. I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything they like. Of course they can. Of course they can, I believe. I believe in the spirits. Hello, my fine fella. Hello. Do you know the polterers in the next street but one at the corner? I should hope I did. An intelligent boy. A remarkable boy. Do you know whether they've sold the prized turkey that was hanging up there? Not the little prized turkey, the big one. What? The one as big as me? 
What a delightful boy. It's a pleasure to talk to him. <laughs> yes, my buck. It's hanging there now. Is it? Go and buy it. Walk. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, no, I'm in earnest. Go and buy it and tell him to bring it here that I may give them the direction where to take it. Come back with the man and I'll give you a shilling. Come back with him in less than five minutes and I'll give you half a crown. The boy was off like a shot. He must have had a steady hand at a trigger who could have got a shot off half so fast. I'll send it to Bob Cratchit. <laughs> he shan't know who sends it. It's twice the size of Tiny Tim. <laughs> Joe Miller never made such a joke as sending it to Bob's will be. We have to Are figure we... out who Joe Miller is now? Yeah, yeah, yeah be apparently Probably so. the Andrew Dice Clay of Lond Victorian London. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a watermelon, it's a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> The hand in which he wrote the address was not a steady one, but write it he did somehow and went downstairs to open the street door, ready for the coming of the poulterer's man. As he stood there, waiting his arrival, the knocker caught his eye. Thank you, doctor. I shall love it as long as I live. <laughs> I scarcely ever looked at it before. What an honest expression it has in its face. It's a wonderful knocker. Here's the turkey. Hello. Whoop. How are you? Merry Christmas. I remember the it, first time I got high. <laughs> <laughs> it was a turkey. He never sure could was. have stood upon his legs, oh, that bird. Oh, oh. He would have snapped them short off in a minute like sticks of sealing wax. Why, it's impossible to carry that to Camden Town. You must have a cab. The chuckle with which he said this <laughs> and the chuckle with which he paid for the turkey and the chuckle with <laughs> which he paid for the cab, and the chuckle <laughs> with which he recompensed the boy were only <laughs> to be exceeded by the chuckle with which he sat down breathless in his chair again and <laughs> chuckled till he cried. <laughs> shaving was not an easy task, for his hand continued to shake very much, and shaving requires attention, even when you don't dance while you are at it. But if he had cut the end of his nose off, he would have put a piece of sticking plaster over it and been quite satisfied. He dressed himself all in his best and at last got out into the streets. The people were by this time pouring forth, as he had seen them with the ghost of Christmas present, and walking with his hands behind him, Scrooge regarded every one with a delightful smile. He looked so irresistibly pleasant in a word, that three or four good-humored fellows said. Wait, sorry. <laughs> I was looking up Joe Miller. <laughs> good morning, sir. A Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> and Scrooge said often afterwards that of all the blithe sounds he had ever heard, those were the blithest in his ears. He had not gone far when coming on towards him, he beheld the portly gentleman who had walked into his counting house the day before and said, Scrooge and Marley's, I believe. It sent a pang across his heart to think how this old gentleman would look upon him when they met, but he knew what path lay straight before him and he took it. My dear sir said Scrooge, quickening his pace and taking the old gentleman by both his hands. How do you do? I hope you succeeded yesterday. It was very kind of you. A Merry Christmas to you, sir. Mr. Scrooge? That's my name, and I fear it may not be pleasant to you. Allow me to ask your pardon. And will you have the goodness? Here 
Scrooge whispered in his ear. Lord bless me, cried the gentleman as if his breath were taken away. My dear Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? If you please, not a farthing less. A great many back payments are included in it, I assure you. Will you do me the favor? My dear sir, said the other, shaking hands with him. I don't know what to say to such munificent. Don't say anything, please. Come and see me. Will you come and see me? Uh, I will, cried the old gentleman, and it was clear he meant to do it. Thank ye. I'm much obliged to you. I thank you fifty times. Bless you. He went to church and walked about the streets and watched the people hurrying to and fro and patted children on the head and questioned beggars and looked down into the kitchens of houses and up to the windows and found that everything could yield him pleasure. He had never dreamed that any walk, that anything, could give him so much happiness. In the afternoon, he turned his steps towards his nephew's house. He passed the door a dozen times before he had the courage to go up and knock. But he made a dash and did it. Uh, is your master at home, my dear? Said Scrooge to the girl. Nice girl, very. Yes. yes, sir. Where is he, my love? He's in the dining room, sir, along with mistress. I'll show you upstairs if you please. Uh, thank that's you. That's why, why I don't do a British accent. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. At this point, yeah, <laughs> anything goes. Yes. Thank you. He knows me. I'll go and be here, my dear. He turned in gently and sidled his face in round the door. They were looking at the table, which was spread out in great array, for these young housekeepers are always nervous on such points and like to see that everything is right. Uh, Fred? Dear heart alive, how his niece by marriage started? Scrooge had forgotten for the moment about her sitting in the corner with the footstool, or he wouldn't have done it on any account. Why, bless my soul, who's that? It's I, your Uncle Scrooge. Uh, I've come to dinner. Will you let me in, Fred? Let him in. It is a mercy he didn't shake his arm off. He was at home in five minutes. Nothing could be heartier. His niece looked just the same. So did Topper when he came. So did the plump sister when she came. So did everyone when they came. Wonderful party, wonderful games, wonderful unanimity. Yeah, that word. Wonderful (laughs) happiness. I can't pronounce that word today. (laughs) Another day, maybe. (laughs) Today is not that day. Today is not that day. But he was early at the office next morning. Oh, he was early there. If he could only be there first and catch Bob Cratchit coming late. That was the thing he had set his heart upon. And he did it. Yes, he did. The clock struck nine. No Bob. A quarter past. No Bob. He was Uh full 18 minutes and a half behind his time. Scrooge sat with his door wide open that he might see him come into the tank. His hat was off before he opened the door, his comforter too. He was on his stool in a jiffy, driving away with his pen as if he were trying to overtake nine o'clock i've been there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hello growled scrooge in his accustomed voice as near as he could feign it what do you mean by coming here at uh, (laughs) this time of day i am very sorry sir i am behind on my time 
You are? Yeah, I think you are. Step this way if you please, sir. It's only once a year, sir. It will not be repeated. I was making rather merry yesterday. Uh, now I'll tell you what, my friend. I am not going to stand for this sort of thing any longer. (laughs) (laughs) Settle down. And therefore... (laughs) He continued, leaping from his stool and giving Bob such a dig in the waistcoat that he staggered back into the tank again. And therefore, I'm about to raise your salary! Bob trembled and got a little nearer to the ruler. He had a momentary idea of knocking Scrooge down with it, holding him and calling to the people in the court for help and a straight waistcoat. Team Bob. Right. (laughs) A Merry Christmas, Bob! A Merrier Christmas, Bob! And my good fellow than I have given you for many a year. I'll raise your salary and endeavor to assist your struggling family. And we will discuss your affairs this very afternoon over a Christmas bowl of smoking bishop. Dude. <laughs> Bob, okay. make up the fires and buy another coal scuttle before you dot another eye, Bob Cratchit. Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all, and infinitely more. And to tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good old city knew, or any other good old city, town, or borough in the good old world. That's like a drinking game on the word good right there. Some people (laughs) laughed to see the alteration in him, but he let them laugh and little heeded them, for he was wise enough to know that nothing ever happened in this globe, on this globe for good, at which some people did not have their fill of laughter in the outset. And knowing that such as these would be blind anyway, he thought it quite as well that they should wrinkle up their eyes in grins, as have the malady in less attractive forms. His own heart laughed, and that was quite enough for him. He had no further intercourse with spirits, but lived upon the total abstinence principle ever afterwards, and it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well, if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of us, and all of us, as so, and so, as tiny Tim observed, God God bless bless us. Everyone. Everyone. Oh, God, we can't even get that part right. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Come on, it's us, right? And I think that's where we stop for today because that's the end. That That is is. the end. The end. That's right. Yeah. So I have a random little trivia tidbit. When I was in, I guess, middle school, our church youth group did this play, and I was cast as the boy on the street at the end fetching the turkey you were the turkey boy i was shouting up at the window i was christmas i was that was me (laughs) oh you must have been so cute little ragamuffin yeah they just like put me in a, a stocking cap and just like a sweatshirt trying to make me look very generic and whatever oh Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, when I was going through the script this morning, I saw Smoking Bishop and I'm like, oh, I'm going to look that one up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it is basically mulled wine. Oh, okay. And it's kind of, it's like a, basically like a red sangria, only warm. Um, It's red wine with orange and cinnamon and, you know, uh, maybe some brown sugar or Damara sugar. Uh, 
Yeah. That sounds, sounds yummy. Kind of yummy. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I also want to report that I did make the other two punches. Did you? I yeah. did. I yes. made the hot stuff from Bob Crotchet. Uh, okay. Which is that was the, the gin and the gin with the lemons, right? Gin and Madeira with lemons and pineapple. And sugar. Oh, yeah. The, the recipe also includes pineapple, which is why everybody right. goes to the fruiters to get pineapple and oranges, which were traditionally, you know, they were imported, so they were very sort of only on Christmas Day kind of fruit. Right. Right. And that one was delicious. Oh. Delicious. Yeah. Okay. And then I made the seething punch. Oh, which I that was that the one name. with the fruit and the sugar. Uh, they all have fruit and sugar, basically. So, <laughs> but the difference <laughs> is seething, seething punch is brandy and two types of rum, Ooh. like a mm. white rum and a spiced rum, and you add uh, cloves, uh, cinnamon, and the rind and juice of a lemon, and brown sugar, and then you set oh. it on fire. <gasps> oh, I gotta do this tonight. I did. I did it. Uh, and the links are in the uh, show notes for, I think it was the stave three where okay. we talked about the punches. So Got yeah, I, I I have made both of those punches and now I will make Smoking Bishop and report back. <laughs> yes. So I, I looked up Joe Miller when I went, I decided not to be reading the script along with the rest <laughs> right. of it, uh, but I only got so far as to finding out he was indeed a vaudeville actor at that time. Okay. Yep. So he was a, a contemporary comedian. Cool. Yeah. Yay. So there you go. Yeah. Um, also, if you are looking for last minute gifts for people, uh, don't forget, Kim has a book out. I Absolutely. have so many books out. Yes, I have you right, had a book that came out last Tuesday. It's the fourth book in a series. If you like paranormal romance, it is available, I think, wherever books are sold at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also have a high fantasy series. I do. Which is phenomenal. Something very important is coming up with that that we just figured out what we're, we're going <gasps> to do. Uh, we're we're going wide next in about a month. We're going wide. We're breaking the chains of the Amazon. Going wide. We're going to have a special take advantage of low prices on Amazon sale uh, sometime in early January. Oh, so nice! Yeah. yeah. So you can all read my very long and beloved epic fantasy book. Yeah, it the Demon so Door. Awesome. Uh, the Demon Door. It's such a good series. Thank you. And also, uh, OG also known as Lyra Wolf, has her uh, Norse mythology series. Yes. And any any, I, any uh, OG sightings lately? Uh, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, she think, was uh, I I seen her going to Camden Town with a turkey. Yeah, mm. with a giant turkey. It was huge. With a giant turkey. <laughs> Bigger than the baby. That's right. <laughs> hey, Kate, what about your book? Uh, yeah, so I have a Greek mythology book called Downcast that's out. And it's so good. <laughs> it is. It is. Waiting yep. patiently for the sequel. I know, I know. I, I have plotted out the sequel finally. I think I like the plot of this one. I've I've literally written six drafts of the oh, sequel I know. because I couldn't, I couldn't figure out the myth that I wanted to use, but right. I finally did. So anyway... So, you know, check out, I'll put links to all of our books and stuff. Yes, please do. In the show notes, check it out if you're looking for last minute gifts. Yeah. And so if anybody, are we doing anything, anything else from me? I can have share. have a regular episode before the end of the year, yeah. maybe just oh, okay. a little yeah. retrospective and kind of a chit chat celebrating okay. two freaking years. What? Yeah. That's right. Two years wow. of drunk mythology gals. And the world is a better place for it. I think yeah. so. God damn Absolutely. it. Absolutely. 
So uh, thank my you. My world is better all for four, it. All eight or 12 of you have been listening. Thank you. Very <laughs> exactly. Our, thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. <laughs> I keep trying to get my mom to like figure out how to listen. It's not working. <laughs> anyway uh, oh, uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals we're also on Instagram and TikTok at drunk mythology gals where Kate tempts fate with the black plague <laughs> it was delicious <laughs> and I'll also be putting up some videos about uh, the punch yes so, awesome. fire fire, fire. <laughs> look on, on solstice most of what you want to do is just set shit on fire Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm here for it. So right. thanks again for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they're like, hey, Merry Christmas. I, this is the best Christmas ever. I love everybody. Just back <laughs> away, maybe grab a ruler. Finally, always, <laughs> always remember, if uh, great literary figures can behave badly, then so can you. <laughs>